Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish podcast for independent minds. Now, about that Fauci interview. My conversation with Dr. Fauci on CNN on Saturday still has legs on this Tuesday, and I've been so eager ever since the interview ended and to a degree went viral. I've been so eager to sit behind a microphone here on POTUS and give you all of the backstory because to regular POTUS listeners, it'll all make perfect sense. Last Wednesday, we had a poll question at Smirconish.com, which was as follows. If the CDC recommends use for new COVID variants, will you wear a mask? There were roughly 25,000 who voted and roughly 75% who said, yes, yes, I will follow a CDC recommendation to wear a mask. Why was I bringing it up? I was bringing it up because there were a number of stories written. I think one in particular that I relied on in the New York Times from Danny Bloom about a new COVID strain. Uh, the lead of that story, as new COVID variants gain traction, reinfections become more common and cases climb in certain areas. A few schools and businesses are reinstating mask requirements. Experts say it makes sense to increase precautions, including turning back to masks. And that story in The New York Times had an infectious disease uh, specialist from Vanderbilt named Dr. William Schaffner. He was then booked on the program. We had a conversation. Uh, What I remember from the discussion that I had with Dr. Schaffner is that on the subject of mask efficacy, he said if you wear an N95 or a K95 and wear it properly, it will protect you. It will protect the wearer or the user. So then we went to calls and we had a very robust call segment or two. Telephone lines burning down. What stands out in my mind is that the callers were heavily representative of the 25 percent, not the 75 percent, meaning the 25 percent who said, no, if if the CDC recommends mask usage, I'm not going to do it. Uh, Nick in Phoenix, this whole thing has been weaponized for dominance and control. Vince, what percentage of people who wore K95 masks still got covid? Mike in Middlesex, Virginia, I wear respirators in work and you have to be fit for that. Not wearing masks. Nobody got the flu, only COVID. Jim in Pittsburgh, uh, uh, there are too many caveats. 
You have to be wearing the right mask and in the right way, and the average person can't do it, so it's not going to be effective. Uh, Somebody else named Mike. They told us if you get vaccinated, you won't get COVID. That wasn't true. And on and on and on were the callers, including the one I want to just remind you of. It was Phil from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Phil, you're in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Are you masking up if the CDC advises you to do so? No, because I read the Cochrane Library Review, which TC can vouch for as a you know gold standard of meta analysis, and and they found masks to be essentially useless for the you know for the against the spread of COVID. And the best real world example of that is look at the Asian countries that had you know ninety five ninety nine percent mask compliance that you know we we never came close to in the U.S. and they had so. Had you you heard the reference right to to Cochrane and Cochrane is a study. In fact, I'll I'll rely on Lena Wen, who's the Washington Post contributing columnist, the former health commissioner of Baltimore, a CNN legal analyst, a professor of health policy and management at GW, who says in summation, Cochrane is a highly reputable source. Its systemic reviews are considered the gold standard of medical analysis. In this case, they reviewed 78 randomized controlled trials and came to this conclusion. We are uncertain wearing masks or N95 P2 respirators helps to slow the spread of respiratory viruses based on the studies we assessed. Okay, the study got a lot of attention. I have it in front of me. In fact, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in. My social media now, Twitter and other places, the Cochrane study, because you're about to hear a great deal about it in this hour of the program. And I'd, I'd be thrilled if you'd read it. Shame on me. I should have put in just the raw version in the newsletter today. But uh, I had something else on this subject that I, I thought I, I wanted you to see. In any event, I'm looking at the author conclusion section of the Cochrane report referred to by one of my callers and, and in Uh, ample coverage of the media. Quote, there is uncertainty about the effects of face masks. So I'm thinking, as I often do, as the week was winding down, what do I want to talk about on CNN? And oftentimes, the conversations that we have here on POTUS are a proving ground of source because I can tell from your calls, your call volume, the passion of your voices, you know, what are the best talkers? And I became convinced as the week was winding down that I should do a segment on CNN on Saturday on the issue of will we ever mask up again? I had recently read and discussed here with all of you a Gallup survey that talked about diminished faith in institutions uh, by Americans. You know, we don't look at Congress. We don't look at the courts. We don't look at health care providers the same way that we used to. So with COVID on the rise against the backdrop of diminished faith in our institutions, I thought I'll do a CNN segment on the issue of whether people will ever follow government guidance if that guidance is to mask up and who better to have on that subject than Dr. Anthony Fauci. So Dr. Fauci was invited by at my request by my CNN team uh, in preparing for the interview and reading in about the Cochrane report. I come to a Brett Stevens New York Times column after Cochrane was replaced. Um, It begins by quoting 
the lead author of the Cochrane study by way of an interview that he did with a journalist named Marianne DeMasi. The lead author is a fellow by the name of Tom Jefferson. He's a, uh, yeah, not that Tom Jefferson, another Tom Jefferson. He's an Oxford epidemiologist. And he says that the masks make no difference. Masks make no difference, says the lead author of the Cochrane study. So Friday night, I'm getting ready for my CNN show. I send off a piece of the Brett Stevens column to my staff. This is the way that it all works. This is the way that sausage is made. And I say, will you please create a full screen of this so that I can question Dr. Fauci about it, not in a gotcha kind of way, but an informative way, a discussion kind of way. I don't play gotcha. I wanted, I'm all about having the dialogue. And that's how I expected to carry out my conversation with Dr. Fauci and in, indeed how I did carry out my conversation with Dr. Fauci. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. This is a two minute clip. I'm going to give you the initial question just because it, it gives context and then the exchange pertaining to Brett Stevens. Roll it. There is a perception out there by many. How many? I don't know. 
that they don't work and that the data concludes that they didn't work in the first go round. Respond to that on masks. Yeah, well, that's not so. I mean, when you're talking about at the population level, that the data are less strong than knowing that if you look on a situation as an individual protecting themselves or protecting them from spreading it, there's no doubt that masks work. Different studies give different percentages of advantage of wearing it, but there's no doubt that the weight of the studies, and there have been many studies, indicate the benefit of wearing masks. I'm going to refer to one of them. You've heard about it before. I heard about it from a number of radio callers. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference he told the journalist Mayanne Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on. What about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality? Surgical or cloth masks makes no difference. None of it, he said. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. But when you talk about as an individual basis of someone protecting themselves or protecting themselves from spreading it to others, there's no doubt that there are many studies that show that there is an advantage. When you took at the broad population level, like the Cochrane study, the data are less firm with regard to the effect on the overall pandemic. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about an individual's effect on their own safety. That's a bit different than the broad population level. So back in real time, he distinguishes between, as you heard, the individual level, uh, the aggregate, the population level. All hell then breaks loose, in particular in the conservative media. I'm sure aided by the fact that, among others, uh, Rand Paul tweeted the clip. I'm looking, for example, at the New York Post, which had this as its lead item a day later. Fauci roasted as fraud and liar. Are they talking about me calling him a... a, No, I didn't call him a fraud or a liar. They're talking about the reaction, meaning people who are out there, you know, everybody with a modem, is now glomming on to this particular story. I know, TC, that you uh, kept a list. I'll just give you one more. The Blaze, okay. as of today, yes. and because this is, this is another way that they handled it. CNN host shocks viewers when he confronts Fauci. A lot of this that caused it to be run on a Newsmax and Fox News loop was to say, oh my, of all places... Right. You know, CNN. That was one of the angles. Like, this is yes. shocking that CNN, uh, <laughs> when in fact I think I had asked a fair question of Dr. Fauci in a very measured way. But what was the rest of that list, at least as I you mean, understood it? There was a huge list. News, Newsweek says Fauci COVID mask admission sparks furious backlash. The Independent, Dr. Fauci refutes study claiming that masks don't work as COVID concerns rise. Daily Mail, 
more subterfuge. Anthony Fauci is branded a fraud and a liar after admitting there is a lack of evidence. Um, Indian Times dubbed hero after during COVID. Fauci now called fraud after admitting masks make, quote, zero difference. New York Post further uh, coverage. Fauci admits to lack of COVID mask evidence, but wants us to wear them anyway. And on and on and on. Among those that I heard from and you're going to hear from in 15 minutes time was John Barry, because John Barry is a voice I respect. John Barry wrote The Great Influenza. Okay, he's the best selling author and the National Academy of Sciences said that that was uh, the year's outstanding book on science or medicine. He wrote to me and his email to me said, you did you, Michael, did a disservice by quoting that study and Fauci should have blown it out of the water. Okay, I mean, when when I read what what he was telling me, I thought, well, please come on, POTUS. You can you can say it to my my my, you know, virtual face, I guess. And he will be here in a couple of moments time. And what was he talking about when he said uh, that this study, it, it was a disservice. He was making reference to the fact that the editor in chief of Cochrane, whose name is Carla Soares Weiser, after Cochrane came out, issued a release and said, many commentators have claimed that a recently updated Cochrane review shows that masks don't work, which is an inaccurate and misleading interpretation. Wow. Okay. That's from the editor in chief of Cochrane. Um, but hang on, because also in my email bag was a missive from Scott Atlas. You remember that Scott Atlas was brought in as an advisor to President Trump on this issue, gets associated with Jay Bhattacharya and herd immunity and so forth. He sent to me a video making the case based on science that masks don't work. So I'm hearing from Atlas. I'm hearing from uh, John Barry. And along the way, I learned that the lead author of the Cochrane Report, whose name is Tom Jefferson, has now been questioned by Marianne DeMasi. I mispronounced her name, her first name, oddly, on CNN. But if you're following all of this, the lead author of the Cochrane Report, who she first interviewed, and he said, I'm cutting to the chase, masks don't work, which sparks this whole fury, and Brett Stevens reported on it, she, herself a PhD, Dr. DeMasi, now goes back to the lead author and shares with him what Dr. Fauci has just said to me. So this is now the, the lead author of the Cochrane Report, Tom Jefferson, quote, so fa- and, and by the way, her write-up, which is from, uh, it's either Medium or Substack, is in today's newsletter. The lead author says, so Fauci is now saying that masks work for individuals, but not at a population level. That simply doesn't make sense. It might be that Fauci is relying on trash studies, said Dr. Jefferson. Many of them are observational. Some are cross-sectional and some actually use modeling. That is not strong evidence. Once we excluded such low quality studies from the review, we concluded there was no evidence that masks reduced transmission. So that's the lead author of of Cochrane. As I say, the editor in chief, like his cohort in this regard, says that it's being taken out of context and distorted um, by individuals in the media. Last night, 
last night at about dinner time in reflection of all of this whirlwind of controversy surrounding my conversation with Dr. Fauci, I sent him a text. My text was as follows. It's Michael Smirkanish. Having received a ton of media alerts pertaining to our discussion, I feel obliged to write. My intention was never to ask a gotcha question. My objective is never to lead the news at Fox or Newsmax. My aim was only to spark a question as to whether we will ever mask up again. The reaction to our conversation gave me my answer. I don't feel comfortable because I didn't seek his permission in sharing with you Dr. Fauci's immediate reply, but it was along the lines of being grateful and understanding. Here's my conclusion. The answer to the poll question that I that I put to all of you last week as to whether if we're advised to mask up, we're ever going to do it again. The answer is emphatically no. Based on my experience this weekend, if if Cochran, this is what I understand Cochran to say. I understand Cochran to say that masking doesn't stop community transmission where adherence is variable. Well, if that's the case, then I can assure you it will never stop what might be in our future because adherence will be variable. I know that based on the reaction to my conversation with Dr. Fauci. There's no way everybody is getting back on the same page as if we ever were with regard to how we fight COVID or COVID strains. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. 
It's a lightning round because John Barry, who wrote The Great Influenza, is going to come on this program momentarily and tell me how I did a disservice by quoting Cochran on CNN this weekend. And I, I want to hear it. Rissa, you're in Chattanooga. You most wanted to say what? Hi, Michael. First, I want to say you're probably the coolest guy ever. Love the show. Love the <laughs> no, newsletter. I'm not. No, loved, I'm not. loved all of the reminiscing about the concert. Here's what I want to say. Masks work when worn correctly. University faculty here, and I'm one, obviously, but I've taught in a hot zone for the last three years. I have not had COVID. My colleagues have not masked up. I'm the only one in my group who has not had COVID. And that's my comment. So if you don't far want COVID, far- wear your mask, wear it correctly. Rissa, thank you for the compliment. Far as I know, I'm I'm like you. Far as I know, I've never I've never had it. Zez, I hope I'm doing right by that. East Hampton, what did you want to say? Yes, hi. Um, actually, wearing masks and correctly, like Fauci said, N95 or equivalent, will protect the individual from um, getting COVID 95% if it's worn properly at the time. And that's what I wanted to say. Um, we wear masks in the operating room all the time, not N95, even lesser quality to protect the patients from germs, etc. I mean, if we're masks don't work, why are we wearing them in the operating room when we're uh, uh, in a sterile environment? I'm not so a physician. That. That, uh, thank you, Zez. Thank you. I'm not a physician. I'm not I, I don't play one on radio, but. What I took away from Cochran is that on an individual basis, you can protect yourself, but that if everybody's not compliant, if we're if we're not all doing exactly the same thing, then then they're not going to work. Primarily, what it asks is whether Cochran masking reduces. These are the words of Lena Wen. Masking reduces the spread of viruses in the community rather than when it protects individuals from contracting the disease. I read it and I said to myself, we're only as strong as our weakest link. That was my taking. Uh, that was my takeaway. Ellen, you're in Atlanta. What did you most want to say? I managed not to get COVID until January. I still wear a mask when I am in public and especially when I'm indoors. How come? And I think that the, well, because I have a lot of health problems. Uh-huh. And I think the reason that I had a very mild case was because I was wearing a mask. And it makes me sad that there are so many people who will not wear a mask because 60% of people who have COVID don't know they have COVID because they're asymptomatic. So they are sharing with me what I don't need for my own health. And I wear a mask in case on the off chance I happen to be one of those people who has COVID doesn't know it. I don't want to share with somebody else. And I think it's a civic responsibility. Thank Understood. Ellen, thank you. Appreciate it. Professor uh, Eric from Cornell, what are you thinking about this? Well, I was thinking, first of all, that there's a contradiction between individual uh, protection and mass not protection. But that seems to be uh, cleared up by the fact that the reason that there's not mass protection is some people aren't wearing masks. Um, so, I mean, in some sense, that that, that makes Sense, but Fauci could have explained the difference between if individuals are wearing masks and the population is not protected, what's the cause of 
fact that the population is, or a certain percentage of the population, is not wearing masks. Am I correct? I think that's what he's saying. The evidence doesn't support masking to reduce community transmission if adherence is variable. Well, isn't adherence always going to be variable? We're we're never going to get 100 uh, percent on board for this. Yeah, I, I I agree. There still seems to be a slight contradiction. Well, okay, so if you wear a mask, then you're 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 protecting yourself. Uh, but in terms of the community, um, which is not a hundred percent mask, you're not protecting yourself. So I mean, that makes that makes sense. There's a sort of mask statistic, and then there's the indivi- the individual statistic. There still seems to be contradictions though coming from various uh, sources uh, they're you know, definitely they're no they're definitely they're definitely due and i i have to say this i i have respect for dr fauci but i have to say the fact that initially he had one position on masks apparently so as to protect the inventory for healthcare providers and then had a different position later it doesn't thank you eric doesn't help his credibility uh in this regard but i mean i I was not there to do a hit job on on Dr. Fauci, and I think he accepts that that was not the case. It's the way in which this was then treated. You you want to go through an exercise? Just put my name, if you can spell it, and Dr. Fauci's name in a search engine and see what it brings up at all different ends of the political spectrum. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. So as I said, I continue to get enormous reaction to my conversation with Dr. Fauci on CNN on Saturday. Among those that caught my eye, a missive from John Barry. Now, the reason I was particularly interested in his reaction is that he is the author of The Great Influenza, the story of the deadliest pandemic in history. The National Academies of Sciences named that 2004 book the year's outstanding book on science or medicine. His note to me began by saying that I had done a disservice by even quoting the Cochrane study and said that Fauci should have blown it out of the water. John Barry joins me now. John, thank you for being here. What should Dr. Fauci have said? Well, first, you know, the the Cochrane review itself uh, had pretty much disowned that statement. Uh, And if you look at the track record of the guy you quoted in April 2020, this is several weeks after they had refrigerated trucks in New York City to hold bodies and we had shut down. He said the data, quote, the data support the theory that the current epidemic is a late seasonal effect in the northern hemisphere on the back of a mild influenza season. Then if you look at the study itself, it doesn't, the Cochrane study, it bears no relationship to uh, what he, he's quoted as saying. And the quote's accurate. The Cochrane review itself is essentially disowned his statement. There were a total of 78 studies. Only two of them related to COVID and masks, two out of 78. Both of the studies that relate to COVID and masks show benefit. Uh, One of them is a large study of 170,000 people. And in that study, for the elderly, people over 65, they had 35% fewer cases. And this is only wearing surgical masks. This is not wearing N95s or KN95s. 
the second study, uh, which was a much smaller sample, uh, showed a 14% benefit, but that was one in which they asked half the people to wear masks and had half the people not wear masks. And it turns out that roughly half the people who were supposed to wear masks didn't wear masks at all. So, and again, those were, those are surgical masks. Uh, basically everything that's looked at the use of masks is confirmed that masks do provide protection. Are they perfect? No. If you're wearing the mask underneath your nose, which a lot of people do, it slips down. My wife and my wife has a nose. It's practically impossible for her to keep a mask above her nose. Uh, yeah, it's not going to do you any good. Uh, and the, but in terms of protecting you, it's all the data, all the data supports the idea that even a surgical mask will protect you. If you're wearing a KN95, it's much, much better protection than just a surgical mask. So I don't hold myself out as being expert in these matters. And you literally wrote the book back in 2004 on what happened in 1918. But I have to just make a couple of observations. First of all, by all accounts, Cochrane is a highly reputable source. Uh, Lena Wen, who I respect, she's she's a CNN colleague and, and used to run public health in Baltimore and now teaches at GW, refers to it as the gold standard of medical analysis. Uh, this individual, Tom Jefferson, was the lead author. You're absolutely right that the editor in chief, Carla Soares Weiser, distanced Cochrane from the finding that many, quote, commentators have claimed of the recent study. But what it it seems to suggest to me, I had a hard time understanding the study when I read it, but a lot of the analyses guided me. And what I took away is that the evidence doesn't support masking to reduce community transmission when you've got variable adherence. And I think that's what Dr. Fauci was trying to get to, to distinguish between what happens on an individual basis and what happens on a community basis. My final thought is this. To me, this whole reaction to my conversation with Dr. Fauci, I have no regrets about raising the question, never intending to play any gotcha with him. I was being, I think, eminently fair and something I think that he would acknowledge. I thought it was worthwhile to have this dialogue. The reaction to it, most importantly, proves to me that if we reach a point where masks are advised, there's a significant part of this population that's never going to go along with it. I give you the final thought, though, John. Go ahead. Well, everything you just said, I agree with, you know, the, uh, and as you pointed out, the, the people that run the Cochrane Review essentially disown the comment of this author about what it said. Masks will work if you wear them properly. If you don't wear them properly, they won't work. The reason the larger, you know, the, the, the others, you know, however many, like 60 or 70 studies which related to influenza didn't show benefit is really because people are not afraid of influenza and they get even sloppier. So on a community, and, and, and Tony was absolutely right in what you said was correct. Uh, if you wear them properly, the mask will, will help you. If you do not wear them properly, they're not going to help you. Uh, the more fear that's out there or the more concern about the disease, the more likely someone is going to wear them properly. You know, uh, 
when I said Tony should have blown it out of the water, uh, I was really referring to the fact that he did not, you know, what he said about community versus individual, again, correct. Uh, but he didn't point out the things that I just pointed out, that the study does not support the statements that were quoted, even though it was the lead author in the study who made those statements. John Barry, thank you so much. Thanks for allowing me to intrude on your day. I know you've got a lot going on, and I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much for getting in touch with me. Appreciate it. John, John Barry, the author of, among other things, The Great Influenza. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.